Welcome to the Redefine Your Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Rose. I'm excited to dig into what health truly is. I decided to start this podcast because I saw a gap. A gap in what you're being told on the day-to-day about what living a healthy life looks like compared to what it actually is. As I went on my own journey to heal my body, I was blown away by how much misinformation is out there. I am here to help you learn and grow into being your healthiest self. Come join me as we redefine your wellness. Hope you're sitting down for this episode. Some of you are going to really like it. Like it. Like it a lot. (laughs) I am going to be discussing the fact that it's not necessarily about what you eat, but about when you eat. And I will be the first person to tell you that what you eat is important, but there's more to it. And if you're looking for a simple way to make a very positive impact on your health, I got it for you. Okay. So I'm going to be unpacking some of it. Uh, I want to say take notes, but I don't think you're really going to need notes because it's simple. I love, love, love simple. And I'm pretty sure you're going to agree with me too. If it's super complicated, how many people are immediately like, peace, or I'll give it a go for about two seconds, but you know, you're going to not keep going. It's going to stop. It's not going to stick because it's too hard. Too many steps. No. Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit about intermittent fasting, but what I like to refer to it as time eating, timed eating. When people do intermittent fasting, what they focus on is the length between their like their morning meal and their, their meal the night before. So for instance, you have dinner at six o'clock at night, you fast, AKA you don't eat anything until 10 AM. That's considered intermittent fasting. The thing that most people don't realize when you talk about fasting, A lot of the times people just hear the word fast and they think I can't eat. I don't want to do that. That means I can't eat. They don't look into what fasting really is, what intermittent fasting specifically is. And that's part of the reason I like to use the word time eating because it doesn't freak people out as much as fast. And they're like, that means I can't have food. I love food. I want food. Why would I want to fast? That sounds terrible. It's not terrible. It's actually quite easy. So I am a huge proponent and I will do a whole different episode on this specifically, but the circadian fast is a 12 hour overnight fast. So simple. You don't eat from say 8 PM to 8 AM. Boom, done 12 hours. Everyone should be practicing a 12 hour fast. If you're not already doing this, That's step one. (laughs) You need to be implementing this. This is going to take away that late night eating that everyone knows you shouldn't be doing, but you're still doing it. I just have this hard stop of, I have to do 12 hours every day. So the late night thing is not an option. It just isn't because I don't want to wait until noon to eat. 
<laughs> I really like food as well. So I don't want to wait that long. And it's also that if you do, like I said, I'm going to go into intermittent fasting in a different episode, but if you fast too long, it can stress your body. And that my body definitely tells me every once in a while, there'll be a 12 hour fast. Um, but it's pr or not a 12 hour fast. I'll fast until noon or around there. Um, but it's pretty rare and I'm really, really in tune with my body and I listen to my body. So with that said, kind of in that fasting territory of you need to be doing a 12 hour overnight fast. It's not just that it's also throughout the day. Those say 12 hours that you can eat. What do those look like? That's what I really want to talk about today is the, what we call the eating window is you have a fasting window and you have a, you can also call it a feasting window, fasting window, feasting window, your eating window, the times that you're like, quote unquote, allowed to eat. And I don't think that there should be this super rigid schedule around this. We're living life here. If there's a super rigid schedule about when you eat the specific times, that's exhausting. Also not going to stick. We need to be implementing things that make sense with our lives, right? And I'm pretty sure most people, 99% of people listening right now, don't have an alarm clock set for every single thing they do all day long. And if you do, please, please make sure there's a time in there where it just doesn't go off for a couple hours and you get to do whatever you want. Because that's too much. <laughs> you need some flexibility in your life. So in those feasting windows, the eating window, whatever you want to call it, what does that look like? Should we just eat whenever we want? No, I'm not talking about portions at all today. This is literally about the times that should be happening. We need to be turning away from this horrible, horrible myth out there that eating, grazing is another way to look at it. Eating these small, frequent, quote unquote, meals or snacks whatever you want to call it there as well, helps support your metabolism and supports weight loss. It's such a horrible myth. I don't know who came out with it, but it's not true. Doing that is actually going to kind of do the opposite. Eating, yes, can boost your metabolism. But if you are constantly eating, there's multiple things taking place your body is constantly producing insulin, which I talk about insulin resistance a lot because it's a really, really big epidemic thing that almost everybody has in America. It does not allow your body to rest. There is a reason that rest and digest phrase was invented. Someone came up with it. The rest and digest is really important for your body. That's also why it, part of the reason you need that 12 hour overnight fast. So you can rest and digest. If you are constantly eating, and when I say constant, that would be like every two hours or less, almost even three hours or less. I would view that as constantly eating. Your body has no time to rest and digest. So we need that break so we can do that, 
Um, another one of the big reasons for that is the migrating motor complex, the MMC. Not a lot of people know about this. I'm not going to go super scientific with it. What that is, is your digestive systems. You're basically your intestines moving the food through your body. Um, it's kind of, it's also, if you know the word motility, it also is kind of like your motility. If we see how quickly your MMC is, we can see how quickly or poor, how good or poor your motility is. And that's just like, does things flow through your intestines too fast, too slow? Are they at a good rate? Those kinds of things. So your migrating motor complex is constantly going if you're constantly eating and this is going to throw things off. Um, when you have issues with your MMC, you are at a much higher risk for various different digestion issues like SIBO, Crohn, like Crohn's and colitis. Those typically all in like SIBO, you have an issue going on with your MMC. So in order to reduce chances of things going on there and make sure you are digesting at a proper weight rate, we need to make sure we are not constantly eating, okay? And I talk to people a lot about how often they eat and they always go like, they go to the meals, quote unquote meals. They always tell me about what time breakfast is, what time lunch is, what time dinner is. And they think that these like small snacks of like 100, 200 calories doesn't count as eating. My friends, it counts <laughs> because your body still has to digest something. It goes in your mouth, your insulin starts being pumped. Your body has to work to take care of that. So the snack thing that we do in America really needs to go away. If we want to be healthier, if we want to lose weight, if we want to have more energy, if we want to not be bloated all the time, if we want to sleep better, we need the breaks. And this is not, I am a former anorexic. This is not me telling you to not eat at all. This is saying you need to plan your meals and you need to be smart about your meals. There should be at least three hours. I'm going to take away the word meals because for some reason that triggers people to only think about the, oh, I actually sat down and there was a plate and I ate a large, like I ate 500 to 700, a thousand, 12, some people eat way too much. But if you are ingesting food, that needs to count as a meal. Okay. That counts as you eating. So if we're looking at a 12 hour window, because we need to fast for 12 hours and then we can eat for 12 hours. Let's say you break your fast at 8am. You have, let's say you get half an hour to eat. I'm not even going to put how much time it takes you to eat. You eat at eight. We need to fast forward three hours. Really what would make sense, because we'd be looking at lunch next not your morning snack, lunch. You have that at noon. That's four hours, eight to noon. You have four hours. 
And then we fast forward it three to four hours, you're looking at three to four o'clock. We fast forward another three to four hours and you're looking at seven to eight, kind of depending on where you land. So you can still have four meals. You can eat four times a day with a schedule like that. The magic is really like three to five hours. The bare minimum is three hours that you should have in between your meals. All for the reasons that I was discussing. If you are dealing with blood sugar imbalances like pre-diabetic, diabetic, all of those things, I am going to apologize to you if you've gone to a dietitian or a nutritionist or your doctor, whoever has told you to do this because they don't know better. They don't understand insulin resistance. They weren't taught about it. You really should not be eating all the time. You should not be eating. That's a whole nother podcast as well. But like Atkins bars, like the things that are diabetic friendly, AKA have artificial sweeteners in them. Please don't. You are just killing your gut, which is where all of this happens and takes place. Snacks are not your savior. If you are absolutely crashing and it needs to happen, okay. But you need to work on building this and it, this does not need to happen immediately. If you're used to eating every hour and you're constantly going, you're going to have to slowly work on this, especially if you are severely insulin resistant, it's going to take time. If you barely make it eight hours overnight, not eating add an hour a day, nine hours, not eating, 10 hours, not eating, slowly get there. So you can do this. We need to be focusing on supporting our bodies better. And if you can get out of this I need snacks all the time place and actually start planning your meals, make the most out of the time you get to sit down. You're going to just ultimately do a whole lot better in life. If you struggle with sleeping, the last thing you should be doing is eating right before you go to bed. And also if you struggle with sleep, you more than likely have insulin issues. <laughs> Because that's one of the things is your insulin's fired up and spiked up and, and you can't turn it off and you can't fall asleep. Big reason for waking up from like one o'clock to three o'clock. If you're doing that almost every night, blood sugar. Absolutely blood sugar instabilities. So that's really what I wanted to focus on today was specifically making sure that you have the knowledge behind the fact that timed eating is really a home run for so many things when it comes to our health. I am the first person to admit that I was taught wrong. I believed wrong. I lived wrong for a long time. And I had severe hypoglycemia issues. And I, of course, also was like, oh, I just need a glass of orange juice. Oh, this candy bar is all I need. I crash all the time. So I just need to make sure I just keep eating so it doesn't happen. 
I was a prisoner to food and it was miserable. I loved food, so that wasn't necessarily bad, but dear Lord, bless everyone that was around me if I didn't have something to pick me up when I was crashing. It was not pretty and it happened way too much. I ate as soon as I got up. I ate way too late before I went to bed. I slept horrifically. I was yo-yoing with my energy all day, every day. Was walking around like this big, giant, inflamed, heavy, stiff being. And my digestion was so bad. Go back and listen a couple episodes again. You'll know all about that. I want you to have the freedom that I now have and the health that I now have, the confidence in your body and who you are. So this is going to be one of the most simple hacks that I probably ever teach you. So remember to slowly implement. And if you have any questions regarding all of this, please feel free to shoot me an email, jump on my website. We can schedule an exploratory call. And I would love to support you through this so you can find that freedom like I have. Thank you so much for being here today. Please don't forget to jump on and drop a review and share this with as many people as you possibly can. If you can pop it in your stories on social and tag me, I am on Instagram at the budding roses and you can catch my website at therealmichellerose.com.